Welcome back to Racing Pulse. Don't forget, after 11 o'clock, we'll have the full form preview for both Wangaratta today and also Packenham this evening. But time to really concentrate on the feature race of the day, the feature race meeting anywhere around Australia. It is Magic Millions Day. And uh, the last time I caught up with Navesh Ramdani, the rain was pouring and he had a worried look on his face. And I hope that's changed. Navesh, how are you this morning? Good morning, Michael. Yeah, much better, much different day to what we were experiencing on Saturday. So, uh, yeah, beautiful day on the Gold Coast, sunny 29. Uh, yeah, set up perfectly for a good day's racing. 29 degrees and perfect. Uh, the track's been through a, a fair bit in the last four or five days. How's it recovered from Saturday? Yeah, it looked really well, actually. Uh, believe it or not, the forecast from Saturday was 25 to 50% of less than one mil. And uh, we've had 40 and a half miles of rain since Saturday. Jeez. So yeah, certainly a little bit off the mark, but look, uh, uh, we, we, we're really fortunate that, uh, you know, we've had a good 24 hours. Uh, the last rain fell around this time yesterday morning. We had seven and a half miles in a couple of very uh, sharp downpours yesterday morning. But at the moment, we raced with a soft six. Um, the, since Saturday, obviously, we had intermittent showers, but also some degree of sunshine so the grass has really recovered well it presents really well with the mowed on tuesday it's already pushed about an inch of leaf and uh yeah look it, it presents really well and we'll start to see some drying as well the forecast is 29 and a northeasterly breeze which uh, i'm told is a drying breeze here on the gold coast so we'll see that track start to dry as we get into the afternoon as well so do you think we'll see an upgrade yeah i, I think so i think at some point we'll We'll be on the better side of a soft, of a soft track, and look, who knows? You know, the track here it dries really quickly. We may even touch uh, close to a good track, uh, but we'll just see what the afternoon presents. Uh, having been close enough to a heavy ten yesterday morning to a soft six this morning, it was a pretty good result, and and uh, I think we'll we'll see a little more drying through the day. But overall, you know, it's going to be a really good surface. This this thing, and it's well and truly out the ground. I think it will suit most horses, and we're just looking for a good day's racing. We saw that issue, which was near the inside of the track, around the 300, 350 metre mark. So how's the inside at the moment? Yeah, look, the track's recovered right around. Uh, After 40 mils of rain, it's pretty wet right across the track and all around. So it's it's all drying now at at the same rate. Uh, the very you know, hard up against the inside rail, as it always is when it's a bit rain affected, is is a little bit softer. But certainly, you don't have to be out too wide to to you know to to see it. It's pretty even. So mm. I do think they'll they'll get off the fence. That's uh, a lot of talk about that. But I think as the afternoon progresses and the track dries out, they wouldn't need to be uh, going skirting out wide. I think I think you'll find that it'll present a good surface and. We'll get some winners from everywhere. And did you get to the bottom of what that issue was and the reason for that um, on Saturday around that area? Yeah, look, it was uh, obviously a very strange one. It's never happened before, and uh, you know, I can only think that it's uh, it, you know, it just hit the rail and 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 the irrigations hit the rail and pulled down uh, in front of the rail. That's that's the only thing really I can come up with. But uh, yeah, it was pretty strange uh, to have happened in that location, but. Anyways, uh, yeah, it's certainly recovered now, and it's a totally different track to what we saw on Saturday. And you've had to put the bulldozers on hold. Are they ready to go tomorrow, uh, straight after the meeting? Yeah, most definitely uh, they're ready to go. We have 
commenced some work already on the, the infield training tracks. That was very much part of the plan. It was to start the training track down the course proper uh, on Monday and Tuesday, and we've already started to you know get into the stage two of the works. Uh, we've just put put on hold a few days the course proper works, but we'll get into it from tomorrow onwards and uh, yeah, onwards and upwards. Navesh, good luck today. I hope it's a great day. Thank you, Michael. Have a good day. Navesh Ramdani, the Gold Coast track manager. So uh, currently in that soft six range, but expecting an upgrade today. And he does think that they will move off the inside, but that the track looks pretty even and fair throughout. Sky's Michael Maxworthy joins us now to find us all the winners on a strange Magic Millions race day. How are you, Michael? I'm well, thank you, Michael. Yes, strange. Uh, that's the word. Um, just listening to that report from Navesh, um, a good, solid report, and uh, pretty much doing the form, agree with everything that he says. They will be wanting to get off the rail a little bit today. It might level up a little bit halfway through, but, um, yeah, the strange, this all started last Saturday, or last Friday night, when most of us went to bed having done the form for a good three to a four, and then we know what happened on Saturday. And uh, the track has been fluctuating since Sunday. It was a beautiful day on Sunday, uh, between a nine up to an eight, back to a nine, and then today we get a soft six. Eventually a great result, I feel. And as Navesh pointed out, Michael, this track, once the sun is out and there's no scattered showers, it dries very quickly. So I think a, a top result for... A big day today, eight races, all worth a million dollars. Have you changed your mind? Has the, the, the slight difference in track conditions and the extra four days made you ponder and twist and turn your original selections into a different way? I have uh, for a number of races today, in particular in the, the, uh, the race that King of Sparta's in, race six, um, it was only yesterday, you know, the track was hedging back towards a, a 10. I think it was a nine, but they were staying closer to a 10, so I promoted Snowzone, who's an absolute duck, ahead of King of Sparta. But now I'm back all over King of Sparta and think that he'll reflect his uh, slight odds-on quote of $1.90 in race number six. But even in the Magic Millions two-year-old classic, Michael, um. I was originally with um, Sovereign Fund, but when the rain was hanging around, I reverted back to Empire of Japan. Just going back to his debut performance in the Breeders' Plate, it was amazing on a heavy eight. Now, it's nothing like that today. Track's obviously improving all of the time, but, yeah, the past couple of days have been able to give me an opportunity to watch the replays again, and I'm really keen on him now. I have had a little investment uh, all-in market with, Royal Entrance and Empress of Wonder, but I really, really am coming back to Empire of Japan, in particular his latest star. Uh, I've looked closer at the facts and the figures of that particular race um, a couple of weeks ago. It was won by Fire Lane, and, you know, his stats lit up, in particular the last 600 when he was four lengths off the lead. He's, he's finished with the best sectionals pretty much every 200 metres from the 600 home, so... Really keen on him today. It's going to be a high-pressure race. I've got red arrows going forward here. There's at least half a dozen of them. He won't be a part of it, and I think he'll be able to get to the right part of the track and be very strong at the end. So really warming up to Empire Japan in the two-year-old classic. Yeah, the market's following your lead there too, Maxie. Uh, 460 into 420 today. So if that continues, uh, he could well get into the, the three 
uh, $3 region. So Empire of Japan's been the best bank. Who are the dangers now in your minds? In your mind? Well, I originally had Sovereign Fund on top, but I started to go a bit lukewarm with the rain around. He's just such a professional horse, and he comes back into it again with the improving track conditions. I just think he's had the ideal preparation. He was in a bit of a pressure cooker situation when he won the Wyong Magic Millions, and then he just had a stroll in the park at Durban where he would have been coming off the track, bucking and squealing, feeling good about himself. I know Jamie Carr has said, although that was only a four-horse race, her impression was that he was very very professional and that had he been challenged in that race, he would have found a length or two, just quoting what she said. So I think clearly he's going to go forward, give himself a great chance. And I've got the two that I've specced in. Uh, Royal Entrance number five, um, he's a schnitzel, a little bit of give in the ground. He should appreciate that. I just think that everything I've seen with this horse, he's improving all of the time from the Kembla trial to the Warwick Farm win to the win 12 days ago. I just think he's thriving at the moment. And the X factor is Empress of Wonder number 16. I notice she's solid in the market at about $11, having not raced for about five and a half weeks. She's probably going to have to do an away game um, away game came out of the same gate that she's going to come out today. Away game settled midfield, a little bit wide, finished strongly. So I think that's what Empress of Wonder is going to have to do if she is going to win. I know she's got the ability, she just hasn't had the ideal preparation. So I'm with Empire of Japan to beat Sovereign Fun, putting in Royal Entrance as a, a you know a mad chance to run in the money, and then number sixteen, Empress of Wonder. The three-year-old guineas, the money's coming for Yellow Brick, uh, uh, the Queenslander. To get the cash, it's into $3.10. Russian Conquest is at four eighty, and then you're out to nine fifty. Spiritualized. Uh, are you with the local? I'm with Russian Conquest. I was with the local yesterday with the prospects of a wet track because he's a pretty much a duck. He goes on all kinds of ground, Yellow Brick. Um, and, uh, look, he, he parks in the first half dozen for fun. He's one up to 1,600. Everything looks spot on. He was set for that uh, King of the Mountain on, on New Year's Eve, specifically set for that race, and I do think the extra five days is probably a good thing um, to have him spot on for today, but um, I was just wrapped in the way Team Snowden had prepared Russian Conquest, uh, similar to what they did with the winners of this race the past two years. They had aimed two years ago, King of Sparta last year. They were both second up. King of Sparta last year came through uh, the Gosford Guineas like Russian Conquest. So it's, it's rinse and repeat. Um, but she doesn't like heavy track conditions whatsoever. And I'm thinking by the time race four comes around, we could be on a good five. And that gives her a great opportunity, Russian Conquest. So this has been her target with Yellow Brick, He's had two targets, the King of the Mountain and this. So I'm just going to give Russian Conquest a slight edge over him. I think one of them will win it. I don't think there's a lot of depth in the race this year. Mm. Any other bets on the program for you? Well, when I spoke with you at the Complex last week, I was keen on Indiscreetly, who was then in the last race. She, she'd been brought forward. She goes around in the first. I think she's a great bet, in particular on an each-way basis. So I think if we have something on her... Race one, number six, uh, there has been very good money, of course, for the favourite Alpine Edge with McDonald going on. Uh, third up in the spell, track into everything looks perfect for him except one thing, and that's barrier one. McDonald has got to get off the rails at some point with him, whereas this filly indiscreetly from her gate, I think she comes out of four, 
she should be able to park wherever Michael Carl wants to. So I think she's a great price, Michael, each way, but get the money early at the coast. Race one, number six, indiscreetly. Race one, number six, indiscreetly. Uh, a question without notice. I don't know if you've put together any quality numbers, have you, Michael? I, I have, and I've gone a little bit wide. So we start with race five, so just the eight races today. And uh, the first leg is the Phillies and Mares Magic Millions. And I'm going one, five, six, eight, and two. Usually these races like this with the Phillies and Mares, um, you know, there's not a lot between them. So one, five, six, eight, and two. I'm with Kiku. She ran well in this race last year. She ran third to Snap Dancer, who was absolutely flying. I don't think there's any Snap Dancers against her here. There doesn't look to be a lot of pressure up front. And she's finally drawn a barrier, Kiku. So she can settle, hopefully, handier. Nothing worse than midfield. And then progressing to the outside. And she's got a big finish on her. So I've got her in. Also five, Mimi Lagarde. Six, Barossa Rossa. Now, positioning, it looks world perfect for her because without a lot of pressure up front, she's going to be there. And she can make it three wins on the trot this time in. Also putting in number eight, Brookspire. And number two, Vangelic who's going to be an on-pacer. The second leg is race number six, uh, the Snippets, and uh, we're going 1-9 and 12, one king of Sparta. You could put a ring around him and go one out, but my insurance is, is number nine, Snow Zone. He's going to park ahead of king of Sparta and get the jump on him, but uh, look, king of Sparta should be able to run him down, but I've still got him in there. I was just a little concerned about how the track was going to play, so I've left him there. And number 12, Space Boy, who looks the leader. And if it becomes leaderish, then he could be hard to catch. And then we're looking at race number seven, third leg of the quaddy at the coast. I'm going two, four, three, and one. Number two, Scalopini. It sets up perfectly. His stable mate, Contemptuous, number four. Three Rangers. And I know Team Snowden are giving this horse a great chance. And when you talk in terms of soft tracks, He's had six wins on soft, and his last start performance was great in Sydney in preparation for this. And I've got to put number 111-11 in. Now, I don't know how well he's going because his last four starts have been a bit inconclusive, but he does turn up on this day every year and seemingly perform well. So two, four, three, and one. And then in the last race number eight, I'm going five, two, and one. Oscar Zulu, I think he's one of the better bets on the card. Two Emerald Kingdom, who looks the one-out leader here. And then number one, the Group 1 winner, Vega 1. So the quality today at the coast, one five six eight and 2, one nine twelve two four three one, and then 5, 2 and 1 in the Cup to complete a big day's racing. Michael, best of luck today. Uh, good luck with the coverage and fingers crossed we get a, a, a ripping day on a, on a nice fair track. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Michael. Talk soon. Michael Maxworthy there from Sky. Uh, time to have a chat to a Queensland uh, a Gold Coast local, I should say, and Hall of Famer, Lee Friedman, who's got a good chance in uh, the three-year-old guineas. It'll be good to see Lee winning million-dollar races again. How are you, Lee? Yeah, well, Michael, thank you. Uh, how do you think the track will play today? Look, I, d- I don't really know. Um, I think we've got to, you know, just, just let the program get underway and have a look at it. It's, it's pretty hard to to determine how it'll race after how it raced last Saturday. Uh, we've had a bit of rain since, and uh, we've had a bit of good weather since. So um, I, I think it's a 
it's a wait and see mm. first couple of races, see how it goes. I do think they'll probably probably want to get off the fence again today. Which which may mean that the barrier draw, while it looks ugly uh, for Soothsayer, may not be as bad as first thought. What are your what are your thoughts about Gate Fifteen and how he's going to be ridden? Yeah, on face value, it's not much good, but. Uh, look, racing's a funny thing. Sometimes one or two barrier can be terrible in a big race mm. because you you can't get any room in the race. I mean, it just depends how the what the speed's like, where he can get to, how how much extra ground he'll have to cover, if any, and uh, then getting to the right part of the track. So it's it's a, it's a bit of a gamble. But I've got a very good young rider on in Boris, and he understands the horse perfectly. So that's that's a big bonus, and he is a terrific little racehorse. I mean, he's very, very determined horse. I'm sure if he gets any luck, he's going to run a really good race. Well, he's got a great record and he's he's been flying recently. He's looking mm. for four on end. Is he a horse that's just continuing to improve? Yeah, I, I would say so. Um, we're two days shy of him having raced a month ago and I think it's been the best thing for him after a fairly cramped program and you know stringing those wins together. I think that that nearly a month has been great for him, and I was having a good look at him out exercising this afternoon. It's, it's the best I've seen the horse. He's just his coat's brilliant, and he's extremely fit and well. So uh, I can't have him much better. It just depends on the conditions, how the race is run. What did he what cost? Yeah. Uh, how much did Soothsayer cost? Twenty grand. Are you serious? Twenty grand. <laughs> Twenty thousand. Yeah. Dave has a party in Dream Bloodstock for him. And uh, he was a great little guy, and I, I knew early on. I said, "Look, he's not a two-year-old, although he did win a two-year-old race on soft up at the Sunshine Coast by three or four lengths early in the piece." Um, but I said, "He'll he'll make a nice three three-year-old and beyond." And I said, "He'll definitely run sixteen hundred, which he has already on a couple of occasions." So, uh, in fact, he's unbeaten at his two runs at sixteen hundred. So, if the, if the conditions are testing today, and he can handle them, he's certainly got the stamina to. To, uh, put himself in the picture. I didn't think you were allowed to have twenty thousand dollars horses at the Magic Millions. <laughs> no, this is at the um, perhaps uh, perhaps not at the big sale, but I think you can actually. But he was bought at the, the uh, March sale, which ah. is, uh, yeah, the March sale, which is yep. exclusively cutest horses, and uh, he um, yeah he slipped under the radar and uh, the rest is history. Now he's picked up about one hundred and seven thousand in cutest bonus. Yeah, it's good. Good program. All these bonuses, aren't they? And yeah, one point one million first prize money today. In your in your gut, do you think he could be in the finish? Look, it, it, the the only if to that is if if, if the track's uh, really puggy or you know um, sticky, or if he gets a really wide run, he, that'll nullify his chance. But if he gets any luck in the race and he handles the ground, he's he's certainly uh, well. The favourite's Gold Brick. He's only met. Gold brick. Is it yellow brick? Sorry. Think of that old horse of Jack Ingham's about 40 years ago. <laughs> brick. Um, yellow brick beat him fair and square by a couple of lengths. Uh, and another time he didn't have much luck and ran behind him as well. But I think he's a better horse now, and I suspect yellow brick is too. So if yellow brick's favourite, and we've got form not too far off him, it tends to suggest that he's probably a little bit wider in the market than he should probably be. And I saw you up there at the sales. Um, how is the, the stable going? You've been developing it now for a couple of years? Yeah, it's taken time. Um, 
we started out with a lot of second-hand horses and, and cheapish yearlings, which uh, which have done a reasonably good job. But just in the last six months, we've really started to hit our stride, and we've got horses that are winning consistently all the time. We've got a very good strike rate, um, and and the new reconstruction of the track mm. and refurbishment of the new stables coming online, the night racing. Um, it's all gathering momentum up here. A big influx of, of more people down south has added, you know, new, new potential customers to the group. And uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think people are viewing the Gold Coast into the future a lot more positively than they would before. Yeah, that's good to hear. Uh, Lee, this morning you wouldn't have uh, heard, but we we were lucky enough to have a, a chat to Dean Lester, who is someone who I know you know extremely well. Um, from your time in, in Melbourne, and he's given so much to the racing industry, and he's got a big battle on his hands, but it was great to catch up with him today. But uh, from your perspective as a Hall of Fame trainer who's won five Melbourne Cups and all the work he did here in Melbourne when you're at the peak, uh, how much has Dean, in your mind, given to the industry? Oh, look, Dean's devoted his whole life to the industry. I mean, and to, to, be, to be perfectly honest, Dean hasn't had the easiest of lives either. Um, uh, but he's never complained, and he's a terrific fellow. I've always found him very easy to deal with. Always has racing on his mind. Um, is always doing the form and always free free to give advice if you ask him about your horses. And I used to do that quite frequently, mm. uh, sit and ask him what he thought of this and that. And, you know, he's got an incredible uh, grip on the industry. He knows he knows horses form extremely well, and. You know, he, he's been a jewel down there, really, and I, I, I wish him all the best. I've thrown a few bucks in behind the appeal, um, and I know a lot, a lot of other people have too, and uh, we just hope that that helps out in the circumstances. But, uh, I, you know, he'll give it his best shot. Yep, absolutely. Well said. Uh, good luck today, Lee. Thanks very much.